0: the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.
1: Welcome to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast.
2: Diving stop, Singer toss on off the first in time to get 7 Three-run homer, Robinson Cano off the lefty specialist Fernando Abad, and the Mariners lead it high to four goodbye baseball straight away center field Owen Cruz go back to back and the king when the mariners needed him the most two
1: hits over seven scoreless innings
3: now here's your host gary hill and welcome back seattle mariners baseball podcast thanks for being here again gary hill with you hope you had a great weekend the mariners sure did we have a ton to talk about as the mariners just absolutely rolling. Winners of seven of their past eight ball games. The offense is cranking, man, scoring a ton of runs, sweeping aside the Rays emphatically over the weekend. So here's what we have in store. It's an off day today. So tomorrow in the podcast, we'll spend time previewing the Twins series and the rest of the homestand. This podcast is going to be all about what happened over the weekend. Aaron and Mike Blowers talked about the game on Saturday, which is just incredible. It's kind of unfortunate because every one of these games deserves solo attention, but uh, we'll dive into Saturday even more because that is just one of those incredible ball games. There's just so much ground to cover and not a lot of time to do it as the Mariners just piled up a ton of runs. They scored five runs in the opener on Friday and really never looked back as they just pasted the Rays in three games. And now you start to look at the Mariners and look at the standings as, you know, seven of eight, and they're just climbing. Now tied for second place with the Angels, two and a half back of the wild card. A ton of teams in the mix for the wild card. And what I think... It's a very sneaky big series coming up against the Twins. Again, we'll talk more about that coming up on the podcast tomorrow. But a beautiful weekend at Safeco Field. And it did start in the first inning on Friday against the Rays. A grand slam, the first of a couple over the weekend. But it really got the offense rolling over the weekend. They've been cooking anyways, but... This got it going and really set the tone for what was a marvelous three days.
2: Here's the 0 2 on the way, swinging a drive deep to left field. Rasmus going back to the 1 he track, looking up. Goodbye, baseball. Grandma, get out the right bread and mustard. It is grand salami time. Taylor Motter with a grand Slam here in the bottom of the first inning. And the Mariners lead the Tampa Bay Rays 5-0. Home run number five on the year from Motter.
3: And by the third, the Mariners were just coasting. 3-2
2: pitch, swing, and a well-hit ball deep to left field. Going and going. Goodbye baseball. Line drive. Three-run home run. Danny Valencia, his fifth of the season. And it's now the Mariners 8 and the Rays nothing. Their second home run of the game.
3: Valencia had a ridiculous series on Friday. He went three for three. Drove in five, scored three times. And Friday was all about the bottom of the order, getting a ton of damage done. Mata driving in four, Valencia driving in five. Dyson drives in a couple. And Zanino chipped in with a ribby as well. His night would be the night after. And then Bergman coming off his brilliance in Boston was solid again. The
2: 2-2 and a swing and a miss at a breaking ball for strike three. Bergman gets out of trouble by striking out Derek Norris. And that will retire the side. Nice job by Christian Bergman. Strikeout number six on the night.
3: Yeah, he went six, allowed just two runs, and that was plenty. A 12-4 win on Friday so it got the Mariners off and rolling and into Saturday Mariners raised game two of the series and the Mariners again well they played a ton of long ball but it first started with Mike Zanino checking in driving in a couple runs in the second here's the
2: pitch of the way swinging a line drive into the gap well hit right center field that's down and all the way to the wall Valencia running third he will score Dyson running third being waved in he's going to score in its second base Mike Zunino with a two out two run double and the Mariners have the lead by a score of three to one and how about Mike Zunino he has now hit safely in four of his last five games seven hits in his last 16 at bats and four have been line drive doubles and this drives in a couple And the Mariners have the lead three to one
3: And Zunino was not even close to being finished.
2: The one-two pitch. Swing and a drive. Way out of here. Up for Dick. Grandma get out the right bread and mustard. It is grand salami time. Mike Zunino with his first career grand slam here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Holy smokes and the Mariners now lead the Rays 9 to 1 and from Mike Zunino 4 5 6 7 count them up. Seven runs batted in from Mike Zunino tonight. A two-run double in the second. RBI single in the fourth. And now a grand slam home run to clear the bases here in the bottom of the fifth inning. 9-1 Mariners lead. And what a night. A career night for Mike Zunino.
3: It was an enormous night for Mike Zunino. How about three for four drives in seven including that grand slam
4: an incredible night here's what Zarino said after the ball game it's growing every day it's a process you know um it's just one of those I got good pitches to hit today um finding little things to uh iron out every day and uh, it's just nice now I have uh, an idea of what I want to try to accomplish so every day I can go to the cage and you I mean make sure that's good before I go out into the field
0: what's that feel like now when you're
4: uh, there's a level of confidence, and that's, you mean, much needed. And now I can, uh, you mean, just sort of look for my pitch now and, and attack it. And I don't have to worry about where my body is or doing anything like that. And uh, it's just nice to step in the box and feel like you can hit. Is it,
0: is it muscle memory now at this point where, you, where you, uh, it's you coming or you still have to it's, think it's, through
4: It's close. I mean, I don't have to think stuff through, but, you mean, every day it's, it's the same routine in the cage. And, uh, you know, I'm just sort of trying to get to the same spot and uh, just trying to keep that routine the same so I can hopefully keep this thing going. So Mike, the Zanino rules this is seven RBIs. That's how it works, too? And oh, wrong. man. Uh, that, that's fun to fun to get some pitches and have those opportunities. Um, I mean, I give a lot of credit to the guys in front of me for getting on and just having those opportunities, and I uh, was just lucky to get some pitches to hit. The uh, the bat with the grand slam, he threw you two splitters, yeah. you swung through one, you fouled one off. Did you think he was going to come back to it at some point? Though? Um, well, then he went to the fastball up, and I was able to see that. So I knew if I could get my foot down early and, and recognize I had seen all of his pitches already in the zone, and uh, I was just able to get that splitter up. and uh, just didn't try to do too much obviously I, I mean i was just trying to drive the ball and i was able to get a good pitch so massive night for mike zanino historic
3: night for nelson cruz
2: here's the windup by cobb and the 1-0 pitch swing and a drive deep into the gap in right center field going going goodbye baseball into the marina bullpen nelson cruz with his 100th career home run as a Seattle Mariner number 297 for his major league career. Nelson Cruz is three for three tonight with a single, a double, and a home run. His 13th home run of the season. And there is number 100 in a Mariners uniform.
3: Number 100 in an M's uniform. And what I find really fascinating about this it really dove into how quickly he has gotten to 100 and he was the fastest in Mariners history and it is not even close to how fast he did it compared to anyone else who has ever worn a Seattle Mariners uniform 362 games is what it took now to put that in context the next fastest was Richie Sexton at 463, just over 100 games faster to get to 100 home runs. Alex Rodriguez did it in 470, Ken Phelps in 488, Brett Boone 511, Jay Buhner 572, Jim Presley 622, Alvin Davis 634, Ken Griffey Jr., 640. And I know that surprised a lot of people because I a lot of people tweeted me when I sent this out. But the one thing you have to think about with Griffey, he was 19 when he broke into the big leagues. So he wasn't piling up the huge home run numbers early on. That wouldn't happen until later. But, you know, still 634 when you start in the big leagues, or 640 when you start in the big leagues at 19 is impressive. Beltray did it in six. 167 Seeger in 706 Abanya's in 804 and Edgar in 827. So, pretty amazing. I mean, not only did he get to 100 in the Mariners uniform, but just the time he did it, blazing fast, remarkable. So, the Mariners just destroy Tampa in game 2 of the series and I mean, 9-2 final. Sam Gaviglio pitches well for the M's. He goes five, gives up just one earned run. Plenty of run support to go around. Seven rebbees for Zanino. Valencia, ho-hum, four more hits, went four for four in that one. Cruz went three for four. He drove in a run. And for the second game in a row, a lot of the RBI production coming at the very bottom of the lineup. So the Mariners already with the series in hand, and on Sunday they were looking to sweep aside Tampa Bay. Miranda was on the hill, and he was sensational.
2: The windup and the 2-2 to Beckham. Swing and a miss and a changeup for strike three, and that will retire the side. Strikeout number seven already for Ariel Miranda as he takes care of the Rays. 1-2-3 here in the fourth. What a start for Miranda.
3: And the Mariners... Uh, they set the tone early again.
2: And the 2 2 to Cruz, swinging a fly ball deep center field. Heading back to the warning track here. My leaps up. Goodbye, baseball. Straightaway center. There's 101 for Nelson Cruz in a Mariners uniform. And career home run number 298 as he closes in on 300.
3: Getting closer to 300, Nelson Cruz putting two on the board in the first two more for the Mariners in the fourth inning as well and in the fourth Danny Valencia a little Mariners history along the way the
2: pitch swinging a ground ball slow roller third base side charging Barrett in the ball and overrunning the ball is Daniel Robertson he can't find the handle that is going to be an infield base hit for Danny Valencia. Holy smokes he is nine for his last nine. Danny Valencia with nine consecutive base hits. That ties Raul Ibanez for a Mariner record who hit safely in nine consecutive at-bats from September the 22nd until September the 24th back in 2004.
3: Just blistering hot. Nine for nine. His streak would come to an end after that, but awfully impressive Mike Zunino does it again as well
2: and another 2-2 on the way to Zunino swinging a ground ball through a wide open right side base hit right field Cruz will score Valencia running third he will score around the third Dyson Mike Zunino Mr. Automatic over the last week with a two out two run single Has just given the Mariners a 4-0 lead here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And Zunino comes through one more time. How about that?
3: But this day really belonged to Miranda who went the distance.
2: The 2-1 pitch, swing and a line drive into right center over his dice, and he's there. Ball game is over. The Mariners win it 7-1 over the Tampa Bay Rays as Ariel Miranda goes all the way and gives the Mariners their first complete game from a starter this season.
3: Nine innings, just allowed four hits along the way, one run, one walk, and nine punch shots, and he did it. On 105 pitches, he was sensational. And it just continues what has been a really nice run. His last five starts, a 2 3 ERA, 31 punch-outs in 31 innings. And at Safeco this year, he's been dominant. A two-zero-two ERA in five starts and 35 and two-thirds innings, 33 punch-outs. He has been absolutely sensational. He has been a rock in a storm with four starters going to the DL, he has been the Mariners' most consistent starter this season, especially with, you know, Paxton has been unbelievable, but spending uh, several weeks on the DL, Miranda has been there, didn't start the season in the rotation, was quickly inserted with injuries, and he has given the Mariners some quality innings, some quality starts along the way. He has been outstanding and exactly what they have so desperately needed in the rotation. So the Mariners complete the sweep, 7 to 1 they beat the Rays yesterday. They sweep aside the race Now 28 and 30 on the season, 17 and 10 at home. They continue to play great baseball at Safeco Field. And we've talked about it already how big this month is. They spend a ton of time at home in the month of June. They need to take advantage and right now they are taking advantage here's what scott service said after the ball game
5: awesome job uh, obviously uh, Miranda is on, on top of his game and uh today was was really uh really fun to watch you know he was commanding the strike zone really aggressive with the fastball and you know enough off-speed pitches to, to keep him honest and uh you know he really wanted to finish that ball game i think in the sixth seventh inning um cruzy <laughs> came up to, to mel and said hey man he really wants to finish and i'm all in on that <laughs> i think that's great so uh uh, tip my hat to him. And again, you know, good job by our offense again today. Cruzy gets it going. Uh, huge at bat by Zanino, uh, hitting a ground ball the other way, something you haven't seen Mike do a lot. Uh, but that's kind of the new Z and how he's approaching things. And, you know, Dyson chips in there at the end. So, a uh, really good series, um, you know, deserved off day. Uh, from where we were about seven or eight days ago to be at the point we're at right now says a lot about our team uh, and the makeup of the guys in the room, especially our leadership group. You know, I talk a lot, you know, those guys drive the train and, you know, Cano, Cruz, Seeger, you know, stepping up. Uh, when things look like they're not going so good and they weren't, uh, I made the comment we were at rock bottom and our guys have responded and tip my hat to them. It's about the players and, and they've stepped up. Scott, in this series, your six through nine hitters drove in 24 the 28 runs. I mean, when when they're hitting like that, how dangerous are you guys? We're really dangerous. Yeah, I think all teams are. Uh, you know, your, your lineups are made through the core, you know, the middle of it, and they got the guys on top getting on base. But the guys at the bottom, you know, we all see the potential that they have. But when they put consistent at-bats together and, and literally to keep the line moving, it's a lot of fun to watch. And there's constant pressure you know, on the other team, on the other pitcher, he just doesn't have any easy outs. And, uh, you know, it's great to see we're starting to come together offensively. And, you know, we still don't have everybody hot. But Danny Valencia's been on fire. We've seen Zanino step up. Dyson's been chipping in. Moderate big hits. Uh, Gamble continues to go. And I'm not even mentioning Cano, Cruz, and Seeger. Um, so that's what's exciting is, is the whole lineup and everybody's chipping in. But Miranda,
6: he seems to pretty well. I mean, you always ask you guys to
5: compete very very much so he is a really good competitor and uh i think you know you look at him and kind of his whole story um you know what it takes to get out of cuba get over here you know he's with baltimore and we trade for him and even in spring training this year didn't have the greatest spring um, and originally wasn't going to make our team uh, until we had the injuries hit and when he stepped up it's just like he's got too much at stake he's not letting it go And I think it's a tribute to him and and his makeup and personality. And you feel it out there. When he kind of gets back against the wall, he has a chance to just put a little bit more on the gas and, and make pitches. And, you know, really happy for him. Considering pitches,
0: all this, how far has he come with those? I mean, he's not going to sneak up on people much longer. He's starting to sneak in on leaderboards all over the place right
5: now. Well, uh, the, what he does is there's some deception to his fastball. The fastball has some ride to it. And you see a number of right-handed hitters will swing and miss or file the ball straight back until sometimes they've seen him two, three, four times through the lower, through the lineup. And uh, you know the deception is something you you some guys have it, some guys don't. You know he does have it. Uh, he's also the secondary pitches. The slider continues to get better than the split finger. Some days it's better than others, uh, but it is enough off speed. It doesn't have to be great, and he still gets him out front. So uh, he's still got things he continue to uh, improve upon and, and work on, but uh, his competitiveness, and his, his aptitude, ability to learn, it keeps getting better, and we're the beneficiary, which is great.
1: Considering all the injuries to your starting rotation this year, where would you guys be without Ariel Miranda this year?
5: We wouldn't be in a good spot without Ariel Miranda. No, no doubt. Uh, all the all the injuries we've had, the guys have stepped up, and I think we we've, we've tried to keep things in perspective, not asking them to go out and throw complete game shutouts, but keeping us in the ball game. And, and I think um, you know Mel's done a really good job with those guys, understanding who they are, um, taking the scouting plan, uh, scouting report, and trying to apply it to what they do. And then Zanino and, and the pitchers going out and getting after it. You know, you have to trust your stuff, and, and our guys are doing that. And the adjustments Zeno has made. is it been more physical or mental no, It's physical. Those are all mechanical adjustments. Yeah, I think that we talked about last year changing his approach and controlling the strike zone. It certainly got better. But this is a physical adjustment, trying to flatten out his swing plane, uh, staying above more balls, um, and he's hitting more fastballs. And the quality of that bats has just been great, even when he's not getting hits. He's deep in counts. He's seeing the ball. He's getting off good swings. You know, and eventually results are going to happen, and they're starting to happen.
6: Valencia, is it tough to even fathom nine straight? Yeah, I heads. can't.
5: Somebody asked Edgar in the dugout, you're pretty good, Edgar, you ever do that? And Edgar couldn't say he'd done it, so uh, uh, good for Danny. You know, when you get nine straight hits, on the flip side of that, Cano probably feels like he should have got nine straight hits. You know, Robbie not having a whole lot of luck right now. That's baseball. Uh, it's not always fair, but when it's going good, you got to ride it as long as you can, and, and Danny has, and he's still not 100% with the wrist. As uh, crazy as it sounds, I think that may have helped him a little bit he's not trying to do too much. He's just trying to put the uh, the bat on the ball and, and good things are happening to him. So, uh, everybody, good off day tomorrow and guys relax and then come back at him, you know, against Minnesota. He's playing very well.
3: Yeah, we'll talk more about that series coming up in the podcast tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to the Minnesota series, one of the surprise teams in the American League. So, again, we'll get that tomorrow. Let's talk more about this weekend, though. We're going to hand things over to Aaron Goldsmith and Mike Blowers. They're going to talk mostly about Saturday and what was just an incredible day at the ballpark.
1: Mike Blowers, kind enough to swing by. And Mike, uh, never has is that open more appropriate than the things that we're going to talk about right now, some grand slams.
6: I, I thought six was pretty good until Big Z had his <laughs> night, driving in seven last night.
1: I thought uh, I thought it was a very humble of you, Mike, on the telecast last night to, uh, to root for Boog Powell to reach base in the eighth inning and for Mike to uh, go Yahtzee for the second time, and uh, he would have broken, uh, let's see, your record, my camera's record, and uh, AD's record for most RBIs in a game in Mariners history. That would have been nine. His settles for seven.
6: I actually wanted him to get eight with a triple, so he hit for the cycle oh, and and, t- and tied the record. Put him part of the club. Exactly. Yes.
1: The, the, the eight RBI triple, or a cycle club for yeah, the Mariners. Yeah, exactly. Very impressive. What a day for Mike Zanino. And this, I, I mean, every once in a while, Baseball gives us something that you can't even, you wake up in the morning and you can't even fathom that something like this would happen on the same day. Yesterday we saw the first no-hitter spun in, uh, let's see, over a year, and certainly the first this year, Edison Volquez of the Marlins, no-hitting the Diamondbacks. And on the same day that we have that, we have Albert Pujols becoming the first ever 600 home run member via the Grand Slam, and also the most Grand Slams hit on a single day in baseball history, it's a lot to keep up with in one day, Mike.
6: It, it is, and it's one of those things that it's extraordinary about the game because you really never know. Just when you think, you know, certain things are going to happen. You mentioned Volquez. When, when he throws the no-hitter, which was terrific. By the way, he, he strikes out the side in the ninth to get it. That was the sixth one for the Marlins. Insane. The Marlins uh, they're, have they're,
1: six no-hitters. That's a baby franchise. Yeah. I mean, in this grand scheme of things.
6: Sure, but six of them. He became the sixth, so that was kind of interesting. Um, I think we were all pretty confident that Albert was going to hit another home run <laughs> to get to 600, but for it to be a grand slam, sure. was, it a game, was it a game-tying grand slam? You know, that I don't know. I don't either. Oh, it was 3-1 at the time, so no, it wasn't that special, I guess. <laughs> Kevin Kremlick's made goes, no, it was 3-1 at the time. Yeah, Kevin's not impressed. Yeah, yeah. The story was about to get really good too, Kev. <laughs> um, so that so that that's pretty cool. I mean the guy's gonna be a first ballot Hall of Famer, so that, so that so that's pretty neat. And then the the one thing that surprised me a little bit was the seven slams yesterday, that, that is the record. So, as
1: in you you thought that there would be more in a day? Or at least that many. Yeah, so when when I mean, Albert, this game has been played for a long for a, time. And that's what makes this stuff so great. Right. When when Albert hit the grand slam, that was the sixth. So that was the record. That was only the second time to your point, Mike. Only the second time in baseball history that we've had six grand slams on a day. And so for Albert to to tie that record with his record-setting home run number 600, then to have Mike Zanino have it be his first career grand slam. Right. to set the record uh, for most grand slams in a day was pretty awesome, but you look at it uh, Kyle Schwarber, a Grand Slam yesterday, the first in his career. A former Mariner, Chris Taylor, a Grand Slam for the Dodgers. His first in his career. Zanino, the same story. And by the way, I, don't, I haven't seen f- tape of all seven Grand Slams yesterday. I think uh, hang time goes to Mike Zanino. That thing nearly got out of the ballpark.
6: How great would that have been? His first Grand Slam, and he's the first person to leave the stadium. Just out of
1: everything. What do you think? Three three rows shy, two rows shy. I thought it was two, two rows shy. Mm-hmm. Let's put yeah. it this way: our camera guys are fantastic. Yes, they're very good. They are so good, and that ball was so high that you could tell uh, that our director, uh, Armatron, of the truck just said, "A white shot, white shot." Yeah, <laughs> you you couldn't find that thing; it was so high. It it's been it's been a lot of fun, I guess,
6: from the start of this series with everything that was going on, especially yesterday in baseball, but even with the Mariners. Uh, Valencia now is 7 for his last 7. Trying to catch Raul Abanez, who's who holds the record at 9.
1: 9, nine consecutive hits and 9 at-bats. Yes.
6: Um, so we'll see what happens today, which is kind of fun. Mike Zanino, 7 RBIs. Um, a Mariners record for a catcher in a game, which was great to see. Uh, the Mariners had 4 guys in their lineups with, lineup yesterday with at least 3 hits.
4: <laughs> Valencia
6: had 4. And how about Big Nelly yesterday? That's right. Don't want to forget about that. His 100th career home run as a Mariner, the, fa- the quickest to get there. Like, by and, it's,
1: and it's, like, not even close. Not even it's close. It's a joke. Yeah,
6: it's, not, it's over 100 games. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was fantastic to see, too. And and as everything lines up, it just so happens on the telecast last night, we bring in Bill Krueger to talk about Nelson Cruz, and he's already has two hits, and he hits the home run right on time on Nelson Cruz bobblehead night. <laughs>
1: The, the poetry that was uh, yesterday in baseball. What a great day. So, I
6: mean, it was, it was such a great day. I was thinking about it today driving in this morning, um, wondering what we were going to talk about and, and some of the other things that we do here on the radio program before the game. And I thought, you know what? There's a
1: lot to talk about. It was such a terrific day yesterday. And the last minute or so, Mike, one thing that I feel is so important to always go back to just generically in this game is to never lose sight of how hard this game is to play. Yeah. And you, you can speak to that infinitely better than I can. Logan Morrison last night hitting his 100th career home run, which if you get 100 dingers in the show, that's pretty sweet, that's man. That's pretty good, yeah. And that makes Albert look even more remarkable joining the 600 home run club. I mean, either even if you get 100, you're thinking, that this, hey, I've done something.
6: Right. You know what was amazing to me is I was watching a program this morning, and they were talking about Albert in the 600. But it was almost, as, he was, he's been so consistent in his career. It was every three years, here's another 100. Every three years, oh. here's another 100. I mean, and it was, it was amazing because they put the dates up there yeah. the whole way. Uh, an incredible career that he has had. And, and to think that, I like to think that, it all started right here at Safeco Field. Oh, yeah. Quickly, that story. Um, spring training over. They had the last spring game. They ended up playing it here when he was with the Cardinals. Uh, he was in right field. At Safeco Field. It's just funny and, to think about. And Tony La Russa, everybody was upset because Tony La Russa said, this guy is on our team, he's going to play. And I can't remember who the other uh, parties that were involved, the other players, but everybody was surprised by it. And then he turns right around and has just an unbelievable first year. But we saw it first right here at Safeco.
3: Now it's time for the week that was and why not and what was an incredible week for the Mariners. This is The Week That Was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week. On
2: Mariners Magazine. one pitch to Heredia. Swing and a drive deep to left field. Heading toward Lansdowne Street. And this one is out of the ballpark. On the Lansdowne. Goodbye baseball. Guillermo Heredia. The pitch. Swing
1: and Ramirez sends it high out to left center field. Heredia dancing over to the gap. He's calling this ball to be his. He calls off Dyson and the left fielder makes the catch to end the inning. How about Christian Bergman today from Fenway Park? He yet again faces the minimum. That's the fifth time in seven innings, and he has held the Red Sox off the board with only four hits. Couldn't wait to get back out there after last time. Um, sometimes the best way is just to get back out and um, kind of simplify everything and just get back to making pitches. And was um, called a great game and played good defense behind those double plays. were huge, and um, you know, it was a good game overall.
4: Chat, what a quick worker! Next pitch swung on, and it's a base hit, center field, for Sam Gaviglio, his first major league
2: hit. I was just getting ready to say, "Hey, swing hard, just in case you hit it." And that's what he did. Pitch the Seager swing and a fly ball into the gap in right center field down for a base hit. Here comes Gamble on the score. Cano running third. He will score. Cruz around to third. The throw into second is going to be cut off by the shortstop story. Kyle Seager drives in a couple, and the Mariners now lead the Rockies five to two. One one pitch. Robbie breaking ball set to deep right center field. Cargo watches it. Get out of here. Home run. Robinson Cano. Rabbe with his 10th. RBI number 34, and the lead goes to 7-2 Seattle. Swing and a line drive into center field for a base hit. Heredia, Ronnie, third, heading home. Up with the ball is Gonzalez. The throw will go into second base. Heredia scores. Around the third goes Dyson. Taylor Motter with an RBI single, and the Mariners have their 10th run of the night.
4: Welcome back.
2: Welcome back. And the next offer on the way, there's the breaking ball and a swing and a miss and a curveball in the dirt for strike three. So, James Paxton with his first strike out of the ballgame, he fans LeMayhew. I thought he might come in with that off speed pitch, and he
4: did. Here's one two from Paxton. A swing and a miss and a breaking ball bouncing from the plate. So Nino scrambles, picks it up, throws the first to Valencia, and that'll be out number one, a K2 three on your scorecard. And for Big Pax, that's his sixth. He was
6: amazing. You know, it's great to have him back. Obviously, you see what he can do. It's it's impressive. I don't think that we envisioned him to come out and throw as well as he really did. I mean, he couldn't have thrown any better. It was amazing. And, uh, you know, obviously, he had a pitch count, and uh, he had to come out early. But whenever you can add a guy who's really a number one a solid bona fide number one starter in the big leagues uh, it definitely helps and makes you feel real real confident as a defense
2: and an the offense. 0-2 pitch swinging a ground ball to Cano at second all to a second for one the relay to first and it's in time and the ball game is over the Mariners shutting out the Rockies tonight by a score of five to nothing here at Safeco Field the Mariners have now won four in a row what a turnaround the 0-2 on the way, swinging a drive deep to left field. Rasmus going back to the 1-0 track, looking up. Goodbye, baseball. Grab all, bread and mustard it is grand salami time taylor Motter with a grand slam here in the bottom of the first inning and the mariners lead the tampa bay rays five to nothing home run number five on the year for Motter. they got
4: rid of me to to come here and, and to do it against them means more than anything they gave me their they gave me my chance in baseball but uh I'm gonna succeed somewhere else, and, and I'm glad to show them. That.
2: Here's the windup by Cobb at the 1-0 pitch. Swing and a drive deep into the gap in right center field. Going, going. Goodbye, baseball. Into the Mariner bullpen. Nelson Cruz with his 100th career home run as a Seattle Mariner, number 297 for his major league career. The 1-2 pitch. Swing and a drive deep to right field. Way out of here. A birthday. It is Grand Salami time. Mike Zunino with his first career Grand Slam here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Holy smokes, and the Mariners now lead the Rays 9 to 1. And from Mike Zunino, 4, 5, 6, 7. Count them up. Seven runs batted in from Mike Zunino tonight.